five, four, three, two, <laughs> one. Episode five. Episode Welcome five. Welcome back. Here it's Wednesday hour. And we got some Red Wings in the in the picture. A little bit of Dead Wing action. <laughs> A little Dead Wing dead action. Wing action. <laughs> Are they even making the playoffs this year? Honestly, I don't know. Absolutely, no, no. <laughs> hard no, that's a, hard no. That's that's a big negatory. <laughs> you Detroit fans are sure like just like the most brutal, dude. The Tigers are the yeah. only thing that just, just it's, been, it's been winter for years. <laughs> that's all we it's got in the Tigers. It's the only hope. Yeah, only hope. I don't yeah. know, man. The wings, the wings were good in the nineties. Like well, yeah, really fun. I mean, now. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't yeah, I keep watching fire. Keep watching press conferences. They're like, "Yeah, you know, we didn't capitalize on very many chances." I'm like, "Dude, it was eleven to two. You didn't have any chances. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> there was oh, no you know, shot from the beginning. Man, you just got back from little squeeze. Oh yeah, how was it? That yeah, was my how was, first. I was I was little Kaiser's Palace. It was uh, it was pretty sick. It was nice uh, nice wrap around arena. Do you know? Got the. They got everything in there. It's 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 crazy. But it's, we had um like. But did they have pizza? Yeah, they had pizza. Kind of crazy upcharge on it, but but no, yeah, we were we were sucking down sausage and peppers and brats and cheese steaks and bloody berries, and it was a uh, it was a field day for sure. And uh, the wings put up a good fight, I guess, against uh, uh, Tampa. Um, they held them to one goal through the. Tampa. <laughs> they only scored. Uh, only scored one in the third period. So, and then. Yep. I remember I was watching. Awesome. They, they scored, Overtime lost. The wings scored. And I was like, all right. I was like, let's go. I was like, Aaron's there. And then it went into overtime. Then they like scored right away. And then it went into overtime. Yeah. And then they lost. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, never mind. Aaron's there. Yeah, a couple of. <laughs> but no, it was cool. It was cool. I wish it could have been at the Joe, but, you know, I could probably buy a brick from the Joe online. That's about all I'll ever see of it. So. <clears throat> I wonder Dude, if they I've do never sell been bricks. To a professional sporting event, ever? What's None. Up? Not one single professional sporting that, event. That, that was my first, dude. Wait, actually, that was my first. Yeah, it was my first oh, first wow. pro event. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did not know that. So, <clears throat> so yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what would have been fucking sweet. Like, I feel bad, dude. Like, I would have loved to go to, like the Joe Lewis Arena. Yeah. Right. Like the OG. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I saw yeah. it. That's about it from the outside. Not a big Red Wings guy, but definitely would have liked to went to like the Joe Lewis yeah. and just saw all that shit that was there. Now it's a parking lot full of heroin needles. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is true. That is very true. It's great for the community. Hey, speaking, for the community. speaking of Detroit, I don't know if you guys saw, but you know they have that hard knock show for football for the off season. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. spring training and stuff. Yeah. Detroit's gonna be yeah. uh, the team that they're featuring this year. Oh, I did oh, see that. God. That that they're doing the draft and then they're in doing Detroit. The draft in like twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's yeah. in two years. That's yeah. not this year. Yeah. That's but pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I mean, putting them in the spotlight. I mean, this year, I guarantee there's going to be more people talking about Detroit just because they're going to be on Hard Knocks. I mean, that's mm-hmm. well. I mean, in all in all fairness, I feel like <clears throat> Detroit needs a little bit more uh, positive affirmation. As opposed yeah. to being just a fucking Sacco team every year. I mean, they have a lot of good things going for them. Yeah. I mean, the Fords, it, and the, <laughs> the Fords and the Illiches are the only, you know, 
they're the only thing keeping that city. I was just talking with the Detroit native while we were there. And he was just like, yeah, if it weren't, weren't for those two families, that whole, that whole place would just be, you know, a crater on the earth. You wouldn't even know it was what it was back yeah. in the day. So, but they're also ruining the football you know, team. Yeah. You know, my family used to be, uh, as, as folklore goes, my family used to own the Tigers at one point. Some like, yeah. one of my family members. Wait, really? Yeah, I saw he's like a part. He's like a part owner. Or something was your was it Henry or was some, it some, old, someone on my dad's some, someone on my dad's side was like a partial owner of Detroit, like the Tigers. Holy shit! And he lost. He was indebted to a bunch of people and lost the team. Like a true fucking Pollock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can take the Tigers. Oh my gosh. Just don't take my sausage. <laughs> Pollocks with Italian accents. Yeah. <laughs> I never oh, really man. knew what Pol- the Polish accent was now that I think about it. <laughs> All right. Well, it's uh, so, the date is uh, what now? April 3rd. Uh, if you are hearing this. Sorry. It's the, our April 1st episode, though. Yes. So, in, in, in uh, you know, since April Fool's was just a few days ago, we were planning on recording. Uh, the last couple days, but just couldn't get to it. Um, we figured we'd make this one kind of like the main topic, meat and potatoes, about pranks. Because obviously April Fool's Day. I, I need to start out and ask, did you guys did you guys get fooled at all? Did like, yeah, uh, I did. Family members or got, maybe something on Twitter? No. Nope. I, I got caught off guard. Um, I was at a funeral all day. So very good now. Uh, what if the guy came out? Dude, I was just going to say that. The, he pops up. We were at the funeral all day, all day and the guy's like, just kidding. And then everybody shoots him. And then he actually died. Oh, my God. <laughs> the logical series zombie. of events. It's a uh, I did it's a see zombie. something that I, I I almost sent you guys on Instagram. I saw that Odell Beckham Jr. got traded to the Packers. That's the same thing. And I was like. That's the same thing that I saw. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, I saw. I saw the uh, the same thing, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, nah. You know, I knew because I didn't, I didn't get a, you know, I have the alerts on my phone, like anything yeah. that happens Packer wise, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, nah. And even even if it was true, I wouldn't want it to be true because the dude tore his ACL like a month ago. Like, what yeah. does that do? What good is that? <clears throat> yeah, he's hot. he's hot, dude. OBJ's hot. So, anyways. Um, I'm glad that you guys, Dylan, you didn't, oh, that's right. You said you're at the funeral. The guy didn't pop out though. So that's good. Yeah. He wasn't committed to the joke. Oh, um, my mom, my mom, um, called me at like eight in the morning. It was like, Hey, I need you to come over here and help me with your dad. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, remember he like passed out a couple times. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. In the last year. Shit like that. Just like I need you to come help with your dad. Uh, he fell down the steps and I think he broke his ankle. Oh my trying gosh. to walk on it. Jeez. And it's and it's like and she's like and it's flopping around and it's all fucked up. And I was like, okay, um, I'll come over there right now. And she's like, yeah, his ankle's wrapped around his fucking head. And I was like, you fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Was it? And then I, I mean, I scared the shit out of her today, so. Yeah, I think, I think you sent us. Dude, isn't your mom the one that, that? claps? She gets scared. Yeah, yeah. she claps. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. 
she's the worst. She's a she, her, and my grandma Pauline are the two funnest yeah. people to scare. Grandma Pauline, dude, your your cousin Jake always fucking scares the shit out of your grandma Pauline. Yeah, well, she's the, she's so she's such a soft target these days, man. I mean, she's like almost eighty years old, and like it's to the point where I can sneeze loud in a quiet room and she'd scream. Well, Jake, go, nah. Jake, Jake will scream while he's sitting right next to her, and she'll jump. <laughs> so let's get this. So going. Tone, you got let's our get this going. Yeah, yeah, you got our you got our first prank lined up here, right? We're starting off. We're starting off easy here. We're gonna ease into this one. Yeah, we are. We are. Um, I wanted to bring up the first one was uh, it was my junior year of high school, and uh, the seniors. Go on a class trip at the end of the year, every year, every senior class does. And uh, they had left uh, one morning, and they all left their cars in the back of the parking lot at the school. And uh, I don't know who originally had the idea to do this, but somebody proposed an idea to us and was like, hey, what if while they're gone, because it was an overnight trip, like what if when they were gone, we we did something to the seniors? And we're like, okay, okay, what, what are we thinking? A couple of days it went by. And uh, there was somebody who had lived out of town that noticed a guy had a bunch of cinder blocks in his yard that he didn't use. Had been there probably for 10 years. And so, again, I don't know who had the idea, but they were like, we should take those cinder blocks and put them under their vehicles. So when they come (laughs) back, they see their cars are are lifted up in the air on cinder blocks. So we thought about it. We're like, okay, how are we going to do that? How are we going to lift cars? Turns out, if you have like six dudes, it's really not that hard. We can yank them off. We 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 put four vehicles. So we took the cinder blocks. We had six guys. We lifted up each one. You know, and they're smaller cars. You know, one had a uh, Coke said that that uh, jelly bean. I'm not sure. It was that Ford Ford something. Fiesta probably. Yeah, 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 Fiesta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, <laughs> we lifted that hog off the ground. And uh, put, wouldn't no pinto play, was it? <laughs> placed placed four cinder blocks under the frame. Two in the back, two in the front. We did it. We did it to four cars. And now, it, did you pull tires off too? No, 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 no. Uh, so, oh, so wait, man. so wait. Did you lift it far enough off so that they could see that there was cinder blocks? Oh yes, or yes, was it, yes. Was it low enough where they no, got no, no, in no. and tried turn no, no, on the car? No, 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 no. Take off. No, when they pulled into the parking lot, they saw that there were cinder blocks under their car. Like they were <laughs> up. Dude, they were up. <laughs> they were up a good foot and a half, two feet. So we we put we put all four cars and again this is a junior class doing this with senior class which is insane to think about. So we like I said it was four vehicles, and the the best part was that we did it like in the middle of our class. It was like second hour. We we're just like you know we're gonna just we'll be right back. Like eight of us go outside and do it and just come back. Cameras outside didn't even get caught or anything. So again six of us would lift the cars. Two would place the cinder blocks. So they came back. I'd kill to see that footage. They, I know, and I think we have a picture somewhere. But when they came back, they had gotten into town at like 2 in the morning, 1 or 2 in the morning. Oh, no. And, uh, again, we didn't – I don't know why, but we should have, like, staked out, you know, and hid just to see the reaction. But the next day, yeah. the next day at school, uh, you know, there was counselors that were on the trip that were teachers. And just the whole buzz around the school, like, oh, who – you know, who put the – the, the seniors' cars on blocks, and, and the counselors said that they were there. Some of them were there 
for like an hour or two, like trying to get them off. Like they could, they were so tired oh, that they couldn't like lift God. the car up to get the cinder blocks out. <laughs> and, and so oh when we came that next morning, there were still like two cars still on cinder blocks. Like they didn't, they were just like, fuck it. Someone bring me home. I'm not doing this. You know, I'm not. And that was, again, I don't know who had the, that idea, but it was, it was amazing. No one, and and what came out of it was. One person thought of a floor jack. It was, it was so easy. I didn't. You would not think lifting a car just with like six dudes. It's it's very it's very easy. That's one of the better senior pranks I've actually heard of. The only other yeah, one that's the thing. I we, were, we were juniors too. It wasn't even like our year to pull a prank. We were just like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Let's screw with them. Well, that and they probably were pitting against each other. Probably like looking at the other seniors, like, oh, you you got home earlier. You paid yeah, somebody yep. to come. And again, I, or I I don't I never know what happened. I don't know. I don't even know if they know if it was us. Oh my god! They do now. No, now they're gonna know. Hopefully, hopefully they know now. That'd be some good. Uh, <laughs> get them on as a guest or something. <laughs> um, another cool senior prank that I've heard of. I think somebody did it at Ontonagon. Um, they just they got into the school somehow and they like filled up a bunch of water cups and placed them in the hallway. Did you ever hear about that? I'm not sure if that was. Or that was like one of our teachers told us about that or something, but that would be a killer prank to get like a like million Dixie cups. And, like yeah. that was a role with uh, English teacher story. I was going to say yeah. another English story teacher was that he told us, I'm not sure if it was again in Ontonagon or not, but you get like some type of animal, like a barn animal, like a pig. Yeah. Or and pig you draw one, pigs, one yeah. two, and four. You only have three oh, pigs yeah. and you write one, two, four. So they think three is still yeah. running around somewhere. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> That's actually like, I think uh, the government, the U.S. government, did that on like towns. Like they did that as a study. But it, yeah, that, no, was, like, I was, that was like an MKL thing. Yeah, that's what I'm fucking saying. Don't get me fucking started on MK Ultra. But I was yeah. thinking about, uh, I was thinking about uh, the shit we did, like back when I still lived in Ontonagon. Like you guys were talking about a little bit before, like, oh, we should talk about this tonight. And now it's like, oh, fuck, we did do some fucking mischievous shit when we were kids. Oh, we, Dude, we it did. Wasn't, some stuff we can't it wasn't talk even, about. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even April Fool's Day most of the time. Now, I want to bring in, uh, since since we're bringing stuff up about Chris, uh, just just <laughs> quickly. I'm not sure if Dylan, Dylan was oh, there. Fuck. But uh, Aaron, do you remember... When Chris and I were like 15 or 16, uh, Liv was just, we were talking about this yesterday or this morning, I can't remember. Remember when Kipes made Chris a non-alcoholic drink oh, at the no. golf course? And he gave it to Chris <laughs> and Chris was acting like he was drunk. Yep, I was there. <laughs> oh my gosh, there? still okay. was there, yeah. <laughs> so that was when, that was when, oh, excuse me, that was when our uh, our buddy, good buddy Ryan, who I'm sure we'll probably have on at some point. Uh, worked as a bartender. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Fuck you. Worked as a bartender at the golf course, and uh, Chris was trying to score some, score some some free drink, and uh, I remember we were just like we're just like walking around. So, anyways, long story short, Ryan made this this. drink it was like he just, just fucking put water. lime it was lime juice and coca-cola <laughs> and uh yeah, and like, cherry he, yeah. he, he put t- kitty cocktail 
yeah, juice in there. Was, there, was, there was tonic water in it too that made it taste like a little sour. So Chris yeah, pounds right. this thing in his walk around. And, uh, Most fucked up like, I've ever been, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dude, I'm, he's like, I'm feeling it, dude. It's a strong placebo, and we're all trying to. We kept it for quite a while before we were like, "Okay, he's, <laughs> let's tell." Him. You guys, you guys told me, and I was just like, "No, oh, <laughs> no." <laughs> I'm fucking oh, wasted, dude. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Another good one with Chris was when. Um, so there's that great scene in Jackass. I don't remember which. I think it's the first Jackass. Uh, scene that would never fly in today's world. Um, they, uh, if you haven't seen Jackass, they pretended um, they dressed up uh, one of the characters uh, uh, to what they thought a terrorist would look like, and had him had a bunch of fake like dynamite strapped to his chest. And they hired a cab driver to uh, take him to the airport, and he would set all this ridiculous stuff. And eventually, the prank was on the dude that was uh, dressed up as the, te- as the terrorist, but we pulled a similar prank on Chris. I think that was in Dylan's trunk. It was, was my in- <laughs> no, I was in the Accord. It was in the 1996 oh. Honda Accord Silver Bullet, maybe. Silver Bullet. Sounds like a bomb going off every time you came into town. But I don't even remember. Does anybody remember? I I remember. We uh. I remember that story. Verbatim. What happened? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Doug. <laughs> well, I don't really remember what. Tony, were you with us? Yeah, we were going to Victoria. Yeah, oh, so you don't know, remember it. Towards Rockland, there were, was there a reason why we got? Yeah, there, we had too many people. Yeah, so I remember. So someone gave me a call. For some fucking random reason, someone called me, told me that the cops were down the road. So we had like four people in our back seat. So I was like, all right, Chris has to get in my fucking trunk so we don't get pulled over. Isn't that what happened? I think that, that sounds yeah. that sounds right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He gets out of the back seat. I just remembered I just remember being in the trunk, dude, honestly. <laughs> For some reason we thought it was gonna be able to put him in the trunk so we wouldn't get pulled over. So we drive past this cop. You know, he doesn't pull us over because whatever the fuck, like I was driving a speed limit. And then like we pulled over down the road, I remember. And like we were acting like. Didn't we, <laughs> somebody, didn't somebody play like cop? Yeah, like, someone, sirens? someone, someone pretended uh, to... like. Oh, no. I, I don't know. It's like on their, on like, you had like the little cassette deck that like could plug into your phone. And we played like sirens and <laughs> then you pulled over. <laughs> All I remember is pulling over. Somebody yeah, we, sneaking out. I don't know if it was. I think it was Cody Farley. That's what I thought too. He quietly got out of the car and then approached the vehicle and started acting and pretending and sounding like he was a cop. And I remember yeah. this whole time, Chris is in the trunk. And he walked up to my window. Yep. In, yep. I was in, I was in the trunk in my fucking underwear, yeah. dude, with my shirt <laughs> oh, in my mouth. Because you, <laughs> you were gonna. I was. I was gonna fucking get out and run. Yeah. Well, you you were you were you stripped down. I remember you saying you stripped down because. When we were gonna arrive to our destination, you were gonna be like, "Wanted to fucking prank you." Guys. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, because the, yeah. there's always tourists at the the place we were going, so you were gonna <laughs> run out like, like in your underwear with a shirt tied. Yeah, you were gonna do that to us. So then, Cody, our our buddy again, had approached Dylan's window and was just he did a fantastic job. I mean, like you guys know how fast you were going, and uh, I I remember he said, "You guys." uh 
you guys are a little, uh, what's going on here? You guys are looking a little suspicious. And then, like, he was like, why do you guys keep looking at the trunk? So <laughs> our friend and all of us, actually, I remember we all had gotten out of the car, like, quietly, and went into the back of the, the where the trunk is, and we slowly opened it, and I'll never forget Chris's fucking face. He's, like, in his underwear, and he's just, like, like the trunk's opening in his face. Like, obviously, it's terrible podcasting, but he was just so, like, he had the look of, holy shit, this is horrible. Absolute fear, dude. Yes, and uh, that was that was so good. That was so funny. And the best part was, that was your idea of... That was the I've ever been. <laughs> your idea of... Now thinking about it, that would have been a fantastic idea for you to pull a prank on us, getting to Victoria, all those tourists, and then you opening the trunk and you just booking it with your underwear on. <laughs> With the shirt in your like, mouth. Like, dude, the, I just, I, that's, that's the funniest thing I think about the whole, well, granted the prank, like, doing that shit to me is funny, but the fact that I was like, yeah, I'll ride the trunk, and while I'm in the trunk, I just decide to fucking take all my clothes off and tie my shirt around <laughs> my fucking head. <laughs> like, I wish I was that funny today. <clears throat> oh, you are, you are, you got, you got that comedy in, in, in uh, <laughs> in spades man um so another this shit was fucking so terrifying though yeah (laughs) that you didn't know i mean there's tons of plenty of big potholes and well the thing uh, other (laughs) the thing that surprised me the most is how good cody played i was just gonna say that like he did such a good job like i was like what the fuck dude that sounded so good Yeah, he's a he's a he's a witty dude. <laughs> um, another prank that comes to my mind. <clears throat> this one's a little bit longer of a story, but was the uh, Michael Myers prank <clears throat> yes. um, that me and I don't remember. I know it was me, Ryan. I don't remember who else was with us. Tony, were you there? Was, was were any of you guys? I was there? too young, I think, to be out. Too young. I, think I was too young. I wasn't allowed to be out. And Dylan, I don't remember if you were there either. I, it was like me, Ryan, and Dallas, I think. Hey, man, if there, was, if there was bad news, I was there, bro. <laughs> well, Dylan so, was at a, a fight that weekend. He was on a card. <laughs> he's, he's main, he was main card at the uh, the D Stadium yeah. in Houghton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you remember that on that, they that had, fight? They had, UFC, they had, yeah, they'd have crackheads fight each other uh, <laughs> up in the QAnon. <laughs> we should host that again, dude. Tweaker, Dude, we should, fight. We should get a get a bar stool to do um, rough and rowdy yeah. in Houghton. Yeah, oh or even a like a bare knuckle boxing. You could UP pull. Version. You could pull That's viewers brutal. on that. Have them shoot up. Oh, before that shit's brutal as fuck. Anyways, <laughs> the best. Um, so, anyways, the, it was like <clears throat> it was probably the last couple weeks of summer. We were all we had all uh, me and the guys that I was with were we graduated high school and. We were like all a couple weeks off from leaving to college for the first time, except for me because I stayed and did community college um, in my hometown. Go Gibbick, good old Go Gibbick Community College where you can smoke in class. Where you can smoke in class. And uh, I, uh, we said all the girls were hanging out at this um, at their friend their friend's house at this like they called it the they called it the pimp shack it was just like this this place that they they would they had they would watch like packer games and stuff so anyways girls are having like a girls night over there and just hanging out and we knew they were there eating and twat, so, dude <laughs> i 
I don't know about any of that. Um, but uh, <laughs> so we uh, so we um, uh, so we thought, well, hey, let's let's pr- let's prank the girls here. Let's you know, it's our last it's our last hurrah in town, and um, and so Ryan remembered that uh, his stepdad had a Michael Myers mask, one of like the full head masks, not just you know, it's like a silicone and it's got the hair and everything. And he said, let's see if I can find that. So we go rummage around this garage. We're like hanging out in their camper that's parked in their yard. <clears throat> we ended up finding this Michael Myers mask. And we find this suit. And they said, yeah. okay, Aaron, Aaron you're going to be the one. So I put this mask on and uh, we found his his stepdad's uh, like coveralls, Carhartt coveralls. So I'm in this getup. <clears throat> we drive out to like a couple blocks away. And I like walk through the woods and like army crawl up to um sorry if that's an insult to you guys uh <clears throat> army crawl up to um yeah. <laughs> I, I, I army wa- I, I i army waddle <laughs> my way through the dirt leaves my brother's um, died to crawl like that and, and there's Get a up, big <laughs> there's a big bay window that is um that kind of looks out towards the road so i get up there and um and I'm like, kind of like, this is kind of freaking me out, freaking me out. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm in the UP. Everyone's, everyone's got guns. I know, you're, you know, you're their folks got guns. Yeah. Well, and I felt like some, I, I mean, I felt like a creep. So anyways, I get up, I get up there and I'm like, all right, what's my plan of attack? We never made a, like a, an attack on how, or like a plan on how I was going to like scare them. They were just so, like, go scare them. So I crawl past this wood pile, and sure enough, there's an old rusty wood splitting axe there. <laughs> so I, so I pick up the axe, and I'm like, when an right, opportunity presents itself, you take it. Yeah, at this point, my adrenaline is racing because I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm. <laughs> it was like anticipation that I was going to scare him, but it was also like. I, I don't know. I just I'm gonna kill like these sort of weird. <laughs> oh my god! Like he turns in. He he like just goes to scare him, and he actually like gets in the mode. His adrenaline like, starts running. <laughs> he busts the Holy door down fuck. and just starts killing all of them. <laughs> just slash or flick. <laughs> so so I get I I so at first I I hold the axe. I'm in front of this bay window. There's no like motion lights. Thank God. So I'm just standing there waiting for them to like notice me. Like when they look outside. And they're just like hooting and hollering, having a good time, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I got to do some more drastic. So I take a couple steps in, still don't see me. Eventually, I make my way all the way up to the window and I clink on the glass with the oh axe blade. <laughs> and the sheer terror, they all scream and run to the back room. And I'm like, this is perfect. Like, <laughs> so now they're in the, they're like hiding in the back room. I back out of the light of the, the window. Which and yeah, then I, like I, for the through. for the listener, if you're not like right up against the glass, you can't see. So you just stepping back yeah. like a few feet, they probably didn't see you or mm-hmm. couldn't see you anymore, which is terrible. Totally obscured by the cover, and it's there's of course there's no moon, like no stars, overcast night, perfect. So <clears throat> for the next probably half an hour, I would say, I start like I like I run over to the door. And I bang on the door really hard, get the screams again. And at this point, I'm loving it. I may just break down the door and just start laying into everybody. <laughs> right. That's but, what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so, an so I, 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 I circle, I keep circling. There's a couple of like windows that don't, they like, they have uh, like screens in them, like tiny little, like almost like drive up windows. And so they're like running around, like closing and locking the windows. <laughs> and I forget who it was, but. 
they ran up to this window that was close to it. I saw they're getting close to it. So I ran up to it and put my face oh my next gosh. to the screen oh my gosh. as the girl's hand was like closing it. <laughs> so they're, they're just like hysterical. And then, so then I like. At this point, I, uh, you're just like, you're just vibrating. I'm just, the, I'm like, into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I, so I like, I back off in the woods, I pull up my phone and the guys are like, they're like, keep going, keep going. They're texting us. They're asking us where, where, where you're at. Like, or they're asking us where we're at, like, like quit messing with us. And we're like, dude, we're in the camper right now. And so they start sending pictures of like us in the camper, like hanging out, like playing Xbox. And stuff. <laughs> so they're like about to, they're like about to call the police. Um, so I'm like, okay, I've had my fun. So I like crawl back to the woods to where they're parked um, down the street and get in. And we, you know, we head back to the camper laughing the whole way. And uh, eventually one of the girls who was dating one of the guys that was, or had dated one of the guys that was with us was like, oh no, so-and-so's stepdad has, a he wore that costume for Halloween. It's for sure them. Just let the air out of the whole thing. Totally oh let the air out of the God. bag. And we're like, well, you know, at least we didn't get the cops called on us. But that would been a, would have been a cool headline to have. Of course, they would have seen my van shoe prints and been like, this, <laughs> oh, yeah. we know who's we this know is. exactly who this is. <laughs> yeah, local so, local uh, skater <laughs> murders seven women. Yeah, dude. It was, uh, oh, man. That was one of the best. I think one of the worst parts about it was that and this is this is really messed up, but I'll I'll let her fly for the podcast. But I literally felt oh, yeah. like I would I literally felt like I was deer hunting. Like That's I had what that I'm same saying, dude. I had that this same like I had that same like feeling. And this is like that's the worst part. It's messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sociopath, and I don't know it, but I was sitting there like watching them and they had no idea it was there. Like you're like you're yes. like watching a, a big buck just like standing right there, like yeah. your heart's beating. Like I and it was uh <laughs> All, all for prank, obviously. Like, I but I haven't, but I haven't killed wrong. anyone. I haven't, I haven't killed anyone since. I mean, yet. So, um, <laughs> so uh, you, watched, you watched that language with all the people disappearing in this in this county. In the yeah, UP, especially. Yeah. Jeez. Grand Rapids man guilty of ten disappearances. Staying on the uh, sort of the Halloween topic with Michael Myers. Um, I know that other people call it different things, but the night before Halloween, call it as you will. Do you guys know that? That like it's like yeah. Devil's Night, yeah, uh, Fox, Fox Night. Night, and there's something else. I think there was another one, but we call it Fox Night, and I don't know if that's uh, like a Midwest thing, but um, Devil's Night, Fox Night, whatever. Night, night before Halloween, you know, you do all the pranks. Well, we have a few stories on that, but I'm gonna get into mine, my personal one. Because it's an easier story to tell because there's no names involved. And it's one story. Why was passing the, the torch? You guys had gone off to college. And obviously we had done the things that we have done did in, in, the, in the past. And we'll talk about it. But uh, as the younger person in the group, when you guys were all went off to college, I figured I would pass the torch and continue, continue the tradition. So one year I picked up a couple of my younger friends that were probably freshmen or sophomores in high school. And uh, we went out and did the classic Fox Night, Devil's Night, uh, egging, teeping people's houses, all that good stuff. The end of the night, we're walking to my car to call it a night. 
and uh, one of my buddies that was with me had an empty toilet paper roll in his hand. And we had just got done getting our final house, and we're like 100 yards from my vehicle, and there's like there's a house by my car. And we're walking down the road. It's middle of the night, small town. Didn't think anyone would be up or seeing us. My buddy throws the toilet paper roll into the yard, and I see him throw the roll. And as I look at the roll in the yard, I, I look up, and probably like 20 feet or t- no, 10 yards, 10 yards from the toilet paper roll, I see a cherry, a cigarette cherry being hit, pitch dark. Didn't even see the guy. I just saw the cherry of end of the cigarette. And I obviously didn't say anything because I was like, oh, my God, maybe he's just going to let us walk. So he yells something. Again, I don't know what he yells. And we all just like, oh, shit. We start running, just booking it to my car. We're young, right? All of a sudden, as we're running, it's it's quiet out. You know, like I said, pitch dark. We hear a truck, like, start. And all of a sudden, sure enough, at that house, lights turn on. So we're getting into my car, which is a two-door Alero. Oldsmobile Alero, two-door. There's four of us, right? We had to be quick. Do you have a nickname for that car? The Rusty. We had to be quick. Two doors, four people. This guy's about to chase us. So I get into the driver's seat. Gotta get in that motherfucker. My buddy goes into the passenger seat before the other two. And I'm like, no, get out. I was like, you got to pull the seat down and push it forward. You know, we're wasting so much time. I was just like, jump in the car. Almost said his name. I was like, just jump, jump. We rolled the windows down, which were cranks, by the way. We cranked the windows down, and both of them, like, jumped through the windows as I was going, like, five miles per hour because I just wanted to get in and go. So they literally swan dive into the into the windows, and I'm driving with this guy on my lap. Like, his, we're dicks, our dicks are touching. Our dicks are touching because his stomach, he's he's facing down. I go to leave. And did you like that? We'll save that for another episode. We'll save that for another episode. I go to leave. We're in a parking lot at the old school. He, he, he pulls his car right up so we can't leave. So I put it in reverse, try the other side. He books it to the other exit and blocks it. So I was like, all right, boys, buckle up. I ramp like the med- median, the median. There's like grass, <laughs> like a big, bo- I like bottomed out. It was like, <laughs> like yeah. grass, just grass kicking up. We hit the highway and we're in town where the speed limit's 25. I turn down where the uh, the hospital is, and I'm going a hundred miles per hour, trying to trying to just because again small town, no cops, just trying to just trying to lose this guy because he was following us, and so finally we hit that hospital road. I'm going a hundred. He's obviously not going a hundred. We lose him, so we go out into the this back area, and hide where the old water or the where the water tower is, and we're Ooh. sitting out there. We're camped out for like thirty minutes. We're like, holy shit, what do we do now? So we walked back to the highway. We walked back with my car hiding still in that place. And uh, we we kind of were in the ditches, like, looking to see if he was trying to find us. And he wasn't. So we're like, okay, let's just wait it out a little bit longer. 30 minutes goes by. We're like, okay, I think we're good. I drop everybody off, go to sleep. Thought it was over. <laughs> so the next day comes by. We go to school. And, again, I'm telling everyone, don't say a word. Don't say a word. Small town. It's going to get around. The next day, that guy, because I know this guy, right? I knew who it was who was chasing us. He didn't know it was me. So the next day at school, I see him in the school. And again, this is like a 30 or 40-year-old guy. Didn't have kids. He did have a kid, but he was never at the school. And sure enough, the same guy's at the school. So I was like, oh, my God. 
play it off. It's cool. He's just here to pick his kid up. All of a sudden, an individual that wasn't in our group gets called into the office, right? This guy went into the parking lot of the school and tried to pick out the car. He tried to pick out my car in the parking lot. <laughs> and somebody else had a similar vehicle. It was a different vehicle, but it was very sim- similar. <laughs> similar. Same color. Similar. Same color, right? This kid was getting interrogated in the in the office. <laughs> getting grilled. The guy thinking that it was him. Yes. Yeah. And so we somehow, I don't know if he like didn't see my car in the parking lot, but it was totally there. It was definitely there. After he didn't see the, the false, fucking dirt in your the, wheels. <laughs> the falsely accused individual the, was telling the, him like it was not me, it was not me, and he yeah, didn't like go back out into the parking lot to pick another maroon vehicle. Meanwhile, he had and... a bunch of empty, empty toilet paper tubes in your back seat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, eggs, no. eggs, egg he residue. Looked, he looked at your car. He looked at your car. He's like, "Ain't no way it could have been that one." <laughs> it's like egg carton <laughs> hanging out of the side. Ain't no way that thing fucking made it out of its driveway. But some, some, somehow, he didn't see my car, and I was never talked to. And I've seen this guy multiple times since. Still doesn't know it was me. Again, it was a long time ago, like over ten years. And you had face-to-face interactions with him, like you. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Very recently, actually. That you, because you had a patsy, you know, you had the fucking. the guy who took the fall for you unequivocally, he didn't even plan on taking the fall, <laughs> but he saw that one guy's car, yeah. grilled him, found out it wasn't that kid, and he was like, oh, fucking gave up. Did you, you know, ever, did you it. ever, did you ever talk He's to the, was the, did you ever talk, to the, to talk to the guy that, that, um, that got interviewed, that got grilled in no. the office, never no, talked to because him about I, it? because I told, I told the guys, um, cause I didn't know him very well, so I didn't know if yeah. he would tell. And I told the guys that were in our group that were in the car that just, was in the car that night, just, just let shut her, up, don't let her say ride. anything. <laughs> yeah, just don't say anything because they were really young. Like I said, freshmen, sophomores. So I thought they would definitely be like, "Oh yeah," you know, like trying to brag to people that what we did. So I was like, "You can't say anything," and they didn't, and we never got. Listen to me. This is the coolest fucking shit you'll ever do <laughs> if you fucking tell anyone. Do not ruin it. Although they probably wouldn't have gotten in trouble. Yeah, the guy probably right. would have been like. Nice toss on that car you guys egged. <laughs> and the cops probably wouldn't have done anything. Oh, my gosh. But speaking, we're going to continue the Fox night route. Oh, my favorite my, fucking night. My gosh. My favorite night as a kid, my least favorite night as a fucking homeowner. True, especially, true. Yeah, your dad especially knows, when your, you, your dad knows a thing or two. And your dad's the principal. Your dad knows a thing or two about Fox night. Oh, fuck. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> uh, who wants to kick this one off, dude? <laughs> well, it, it's I funny. Mean, I, I was Go just going to say, it's funny thinking about Fox Night because I know we've done it multiple times, but for some reason, I think the memories that I have were on different years, but yet my mind wants to think it was all mashed into one night. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, Well, when you think about it, like all of it was really like all the shenanigans you did really happened in a three minute time frame. Yeah. You know, it, it, so it's not, like not this one, it. not this one year. <laughs> we, we were out for a good two hours. That, I, I know what Dylan knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> was yeah. that the year I was involved? I don't think so. I, we had a three vehicle remember. night. We had a three vehicle night. 
no, we um, were we were three spread. vehicles filled. we had we had maps drawn up <laughs> we were plans we were, executed aaron killed seven with <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the same that was the same night still, oh, on, my the, gosh. still on the land still on the land um i don't even man. know where to start to be honest so i mean i'll i'll take the reins and you guys interject i guess yeah, i will mean, fill in uh, we'll fill in um i wasn't there so i don't know where you were that's so the was, thing like that's what i mean about things being mashed into one night well dude yeah, yeah like like, I, like, I forgot, like chris could like, have been with us in these certain scenarios <clears throat> but i don't remember so um yeah. yeah fox night i don't remember what year it was it, it, well, it was yeah it was 20 2010 probably would have been probably um like soft so it was my it was, it was my senior year i know that um okay. and it was me and uh well yes me and yes. uh me and a, and a buddy a good buddy of mine <laughs> and um ironically enough we had both foreign exchange students in the yep. vehicle with us <laughs> oh, and, shit, and we're like all right here's the, here's oh here's a, here's a tried and true american tradition just as american as <laughs> yeah, apple pie yeah, and yeah. baseball and they're like yeah yeah let's do it they, they, they didn't even think anything of it like so we had to, uh, so wait i did live there then i did live there you then. were, just wasn't you were there you. i you weren't with me it was me and and the uh, buddy and oh, foreign exchange yeah. students it was okay. yeah so mm-hmm. so we we could say the foreign exchange students honestly <laughs> i mean yeah, I mean, I guess that wouldn't matter. Uh, Lenny and Lenny and Sarah, Tony can always. Oh, yeah, dude. Tony can always edit this if he chooses. But anyway, so we yeah. go, we go out and um, we had eggs, we had toilet paper. The big thing was pumpkins, to my to my knowledge. So we're all smashing <laughs> yeah. pumpkins is the main. Yeah, that's the that's the bread. That's, that's, that's the mission. Yeah. That's, that is the day. So smashing pumpkins was the was the the ribeye on the plate next to the potatoes, which was egging, and then the asparagus was the the toilet papering. How, however, you wanna you wanna cut it here. So we went out, we hit a few houses, we smashed some pumpkins. Um, we didn't have much toilet paper. I know we had a few eggs, which comes into a, a like a little bit more one of Tony's stories for sure. Um, but, uh, so yeah, we hit a few houses. Oh, man. Meanwhile, this is where I think Tony came in there. We had a friend. So we were in a car. We were in my buddy's car. There's, there's five of us bro. and, and there was a golf cart that was involved. Now the golf cart in our hometown. I was in the golf cart. The, the golf course in our hometown is, is like everybody just gets in their golf cart and drives from their house to the golf cart at the course, um, which I guess is what I did. I knew a handful of other people did it. So anyways, they had this golf cart and there was what? There were like six up on this golf cart? A lot. A lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> or five. It was dragging ass. You were on it. it was dragging weren't, ass. Weren't you and I on that fucker? I want to say I was, yeah. So, I want to say I was on that motherfucker. I know. I'm fairly certain Tony was. Chris, I didn't. I think you guys were, and you guys, somebody was wearing like a scream mask yeah, and like yep. everybody was in like ski masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even a Halloween mask, just ski masks straight up. <laughs> so yeah. um, the main, I guess, part of my story is fun. we ended up <clears throat> on this like side street close to the lake and the area, all the houses totally dark. 
And so me and, and one of the guys, not one of the Ford Exchange students, um, get out, we're out to this guy's yeah. porch and we grab the pumpkins. And when you smash a pumpkin on a sidewalk, that noise, oh. <laughs> yeah, that noise, you will <laughs> never forget in the dead of night, that noise just splatting and you running. Oh so yeah, we, especially on, especially on Scovia Avenue, man, they echo. So we ream these couple of pumpkins and run back to the car and I don't know if this guy is smoke or what porch light turns on. We're like halfway back to the car from this, you know, this, uh, he was waiting and, and we hop in the car and we take off and sure enough, I think he had his, I don't know if his car was in his driver. It was in his garage. I thought I remember like a garage door garage, opening. I thought you said, yeah. And, and he, and he pulls out mm. and it's on and we're just like, we are driving all over town. I don't even know how long this like car chase lasted, but we're like booking it. We're driving down all the back roads. Like we're not even in town at this point. We're just like going all over the place. And this guy's still like pedal to the metal, like right behind us. So eventually we, we lose them. And that's <laughs> the, one of the, the only things I remember was I thought you guys had like a verbal altercation with yeah, one of them did. fuckers too. We did. Well, and that's where the golf cart comes into play because I don't remember him running into us. He got he he ran into the golf cart crew, didn't he, Tony? Yeah, we were at the uh, we by we the were, school. We were we? set to meet at the high school, and mm-hmm. uh, we were in the parking lot. And sure all the places to there. meet of all the places to meet, it's definitely yeah. high school kids smashing pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> the meeting place. So, might I add? Yeah, <laughs> might I add a golf cart driving around on Devil's Night yeah. is the the most yeah. sus thing you could ever fucking see. And it wasn't. And it wasn't electric. So slow. It wasn't an electric golf cart. Like it was four, a gasser. <laughs> yeah, with with six mouth breathing teenagers on it. Oh yeah, they're going to golf. We're sitting there in the parking lot waiting for everybody to meet up, and uh, all of a sudden we see a car, and uh, we us thinking it was probably your car or somebody else's car it's a dude that is by himself and uh he asks he goes uh you guys smashing pumpkins and we were just like no you know because we we hadn't i don't think we had like he said the street name and obviously we hadn't hit that street so we were like no but the funniest part was there's like again aaron you said like six of us hanging off this golf cart wearing ski ski masks And no. we said no. And we said no. And 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 uh no. nope. and, and we Nada. couldn't be me. And I don't know if if like and, and I think that might have been it. Like I don't remember him like cussing us out or saying he was gonna call the cops. Like he just asked us and I remember again the funniest part, we're wearing ski masks and we're just like, No, not us <laughs> And he just takes <laughs> off and we're just like, Okay. And then I think you guys had pulled up or we had met up later and you told us that somebody was chasing you. And uh, sure enough, it was the same guy. Oh my no God. one ever thought about, no one ever thought about like, like you guys smashing pumpkins? No. Well, what if he would have said, so, so then what are you doing? Teenagers. We would have been, we, sh- we would have pulled something out of our ass then. Yeah. I guarantee uh, we would have. Geo catching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just like raising at the stars. <laughs> Dude, we played um, then, like, in a golf cart. Oh yeah. We did. One of the last things from that story was <laughs> our friend who is must have been his I think his dad was 
on the volunteer fire department or somehow had a police scanner. He gets home and his dad is sitting at the kitchen table and he says to him, you guys out smashing pumpkin, smashing pumpkins. And he just says, I'm not, no, that wasn't us. And he's like, all right. <laughs> he goes upstairs and goes to bed. And nothing uh, came, came of it. Nothing. Which I is, remember going to bed crazy that night. to think that, <laughs> that nothing of all those years, like we never got in trouble. I mean, and they should have so much. I think the havoc. one, I think the we one year, not even, not, not even to mention the shit that I, like we can't get into that. Right, right. Like, uh, can't even talk about stuff. I mean, I think I remember the fucking the... dude the the murders that Shut we covered up. For... <laughs> Shut up. I think one of the one years. I don't know if that was the same year. I remember Dylan, Dylan, and uh, I don't know if it was your crew or not, but somebody ended up. They just didn't even smash them. They just took them, and they ended up with like oh. thirty three yeah, pumpkins. Those mean Corbin. That's you had like you, but you guys smashed. Did you end up you smashed them in like one location though, didn't you? Well, we went and shot. Them I remember. With his gun. I remember one year there was a. I remember that one huge, year we fucking smashed them all on Lakeshore Drive. Huge pile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of shrapnel on the road, like, like twenty pumpkins, just in one area, because we had the truck, someone's truck, and we would just go out, run, just take them, didn't smash them, just threw them in the back of the truck. And then we just picked one person that we went and just, you know what? We're just going to unload them all. And yeah, it was just oh, like, a, it was like an operation. It was a day. Of, it was a day, day of work. It was hard. Oh yeah. Throwing all those pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> you ever oh. fucking steal pumpkins all day? Thank God. Slept, slept well that night. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> big job. You'll you? get that on those bigger jobs. <laughs> oh man. So what's, uh, Another one we had, Tony, uh, you ended up with a Bigfoot suit at one point, right? Yeah, so I remember one Halloween, carts had gotten, or not Halloween, Christmas. And again, don't ask me why. It was a a great present, fantastic present, but I don't know why he wanted one. But he ended up getting a, a gorilla suit. And I'm talking a gorilla suit, like a couple hundred bucks probably. You know, the head, the body, the gloves, yeah. the yeah, feet. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Even the, the whole feet deal. coverings, the yeah. gloves, yeah. The whole deal. And uh, that played a big part in our childhood because we would love to dress up in that fucker and just cause havoc. I mean, was, fuck, dude, me and you were dressing up in potato sacks even before we had a fucking gorilla suit. Yeah, because we were, again, from previous episodes, just obsessed. He has that suit now. I don't know. I don't know if Kyle still has it or if it's somewhere downstairs. It's, downstairs it's in a shoebox. It's in a shoebox and it's just turned into dust. It's so we had went to the Paulding Light, uh, kind of a old legend uh, story here, close close to our hometown. And uh, essentially the backstory is you see this light uh, at night. You go to some specific spot out in the middle of the woods and you see this light in the woods. You can see it every night. And it changes colors and all this shit. There's a bunch of stories about, you know, it's an old train conductor that died. That That's his lantern walking. You know, it's kind of like paranormal. People like to think that. And so every night you would get, you know, and it was kind of close to the Wisconsin border. So you'd have people from all over um, the region coming to see this paranormal light. And we used to go there all the time because it was just a lot of fun. You know, just 
doing random shit there. So a bit night, of a drive. One night we had the idea to bring the gorilla suit with us to the Paulding Light. And again, this is a a place where people get out of their cars and are in like a specific area again in the middle of the woods to see this light. And uh, we show up, and I want to say I was talking to Liv earlier about this. I want to say that we made Chris do it. I did. He was. I did do it. He was the because <laughs> again, bringing back Aaron, you were saying earlier where we live, there's lots of guns, and so we were just like, you know what, Chris, <laughs> take one for the team, put the suit on. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Hates so we had Chris. we had Chris put the suit on and go in the woods, and again. There's people, a bunch of people, a group of people sitting at this guardrail looking over into the woods at this light. And we had Chris walk in front of everybody down in like this kind of like this ditch. The bush. And, it was uh, like a bushy knoll. Yeah. Like a small yeah. knoll. <laughs> yes. Breaking the hill. And I remember yeah, just... I, I was actually kind of scared too, like thinking like this could be really bad. Like what if somebody like charges him or something? And uh, dude, I never thought about if someone was packing. Yeah, I honestly, got fucking clap. And, and to think, <laughs> like, it. Big, thanks, fellas. Bigfoot legends or the Bigfoot story is that you know he's seven feet tall or eight feet tall. Chris, you're like mm-hmm. what five ten? Like, like obviously, <laughs> yeah. if there's somebody time, there who knows who who had <laughs> yeah. who had a on a good day, I'm five ten. Any sense of knowledge on Bigfoot, like seeing a figure, but in that small, like walking, you'd probably be like, you know. Someone's fucking with us. So yeah. Chris walks across like the viewing area, and I remember we all, of course, like staged, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, started like freaking out, and I remember people were just like, like looking around and then like seeing it, and like people were like running into their cars and shit. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like people just drove, like people just left. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? And then we just had, like you just kept like running across, and of course like doing like the classic like Bigfoot walk in front of everybody. And then all of a sudden, people are like, oh, it's just a fucking idiot. It was so funny. It was so funny. Dude, I remember Dylan was in fucking crutches. Weren't you, dude? Yeah, I was. And you had that fucking blue three-door Saturn. Yeah, I had that for like two months, maybe. Yeah, we piled up in that Saturn, and your crutches took up the whole car. Well, sp- well, spe- speaking of cr- speaking of crutches, we also at Paulding Light. I-, I did this because I have had a lot of sprains and broken bones and stuff. I have old like slings, like wrist slings, and I remember yeah, you got your weak ass bones but... going to the the Paulding Light wearing wearing it on purpose. You know, my wrist was fine. <laughs> And I'd wear shit like that, and we would, you know, again, a lot of people every oh, night. Yeah, didn't matter what night it was, oh, yeah. it was two, Tuesday night, there would be people shit kicked out of watching. Me here, like two years ago, I would wear the the cast, and we'd go up to the 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 uh, the guardrail and uh, just start talking to random people. And it got brought up that I was wearing a cast, and the guy was just like, "Oh, what happened?" We we told him that we fucking tried to go look for this light. We tried walking towards the. Oh, down there in the ditch, like and in the some, bottom. And as we we're like in the ditch in the dark, we said, and something came out and just started beating the shit out of us. And we, we like just trying to make them scared. I wonder. I want. I want to know how many people we talked to, like, or it like never came back. Like, and we, and, right. and I remember the guy was just like, "No shit, eh?" He's like, where, where, "Where was it?" And I was just like, "Right, just right down in that ditch." And then we told him like, "We, we." We come back every night just to see if we can find wherever it's Every night. And 
<laughs> we're doing fucking fake fucking casts and shit. It's so funny. Me and my friends have me and my friends have been coming back here for years trying seriously, to figure out what the fuck it was. And the guys and just they're like, like, "What? Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable!" <laughs> just reeled just right in. <laughs> reach out to the authorities. We're like, "No, they they don't know what's going on either out here. They don't care. You better don't watch care. your back. You better watch your back, Steve." <laughs> That place brought so many, so many memories of just fucking with people. Because again, they're from all over. I mean, there's people that like, like couple states away. Like, oh, we heard about the polling light. We had to come see it. I'm like, yeah. one, you're an idiot. <laughs> so I'm not gonna dive into the pol- I'm not gonna dive into the polling light and what it actually is. Yeah, yeah. If you no, don't know what yeah. we're talking about, that, go on that, YouTube. That's what we should. Yeah, that's what we go should do. Go on YouTube like, and type in Michigan Tech. Yeah. We should never t- let anyone know what the polling light is really. Let them figure it out. But if you if you really don't think anything, like look at the videos, go see it for yourself. And if you think it's a guy dangling a lantern <laughs> from a thousand meters away, you, you need, need to, to be, fucking get you your need eyes be, checked. You need to be pranked by some sixteen year olds. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, speaking of speaking of Bigfoot, now I'm very excited for this because I know Aaron, you're probably just fuming at the mouth just trying to get this out but we need to hear about you just it's all yours all right so um this is probably this is one of the best pranks that i've ever heard and for our listeners i mean some of these are kind of weak some of these are just like tales of adolescence but this prank spans years over time and when i heard it when i was told the story I was in disbelief and, but then I did some research and this is like absolutely true. <laughs> um, so my, one of my girlfriend's coworkers, um, uh, let's just call him Jim. Uh, he is married. Ah, Jimothy. Yeah. Jimothy. Um, so Jim's wife, um, has a brother ha- that is super into Bigfoot. Guy's like really, really like real Dan, really. He's an outdoorsman. So he's just, he's like, he's out in the woods enough where he's kind of got that mystique thing going. He's like, they're out there somewhere. So Jim's wife, wife's brother, uh, and, and that guy's wife, <clears throat> super into Bigfoot. And so is that guy's parents. They own this big swath of property that's like 40 acres uh, down here in the lower peninsula um big big deer hunting property good good deer area um so he's got trail so he's got he's got trail cams all over the place so jim and i don't know jim's history of pranks i need to meet this guy and and ask him more about this um but so anyways this prank he knew they had his that his wife's brother had uh 40 acres of property they hunted on full of trail cams so this guy's out for like a couple months, like no exaggeration. This guy goes out, he knows where the property is. Um, and he's hiking around there in, in like non-hunting season times, <clears throat> trying to find these trail cams because he's gonna pull this prank on this guy. So over a couple months, he he's hiking these this 40 acres, but then and eventually finds trail cams. So he's like, All right, we're gonna we're gonna start light. So he finds a dead possum on the road. And he's like, oh, this is perfect. So he like puts a pin in his phone where the trail cam is, hikes back out there and just throws a dead possum in front of the trail cam. So his wife's brother 
contacts and he's like, dude, I was out checking my, my deer stand, checking my trail cams. And there's a possum that just flies in out of nowhere. And I went out there and the thing is just a dead possum that got mangled by something. Um, he's like, I, and that's, that's weird. I've never seen a possum out here ever on a trail cam. So he's like, okay, now, now I can start my prank. So Jim goes out and it's funny that we mentioned the, the, the big foods, the big foot or the gorilla suit. This guy goes out and it's around Halloween time. So it's like bow season. That's about to start up. So this guy, he rents a $300 Chewbacca suit. Cause that's all he can find that looks like Bigfoot. So this guy's invested 300 bones, Chewbacca suit. So I'm sure he took off like the bandolier and I'm, I'm sure people. So he's seen. already, he's, he's really into the prank. He is committed this guy. And you'll see yeah. how much more committed he is here in a minute. So he rents his $300 Chewbacca suit, goes back up to the same trail cam. The possum's still there. And he picks up the possum and walks by the trail cam with this suit on and fast forward to like a week later Picture's taken. this guy it's it's bow season so this guy goes out to his tree stand and is 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 hunting and said well i haven't looked at my trail cams in a while which i don't know why i mean most most bow hunters will look at their trail cams like every day so this guy like gets the stuff from his trail cam he's up in his his bow stand and he sees this figure standing there with a possum. <laughs> and <laughs> and once we get our once we get our Twitter up and rolling, uh, you will be able to see the photo of of this guy standing with a possum in his hand in a Chewbacca suit. And he's got the gloves and everything. You can't see any skin, and he's kind of turned away from the camera. And so <laughs> this guy, the guy hunting, the brother-in-law, calls his wife crying. This guy is in tears and he's like, you gotta, you gotta come out here. You gotta send, you gotta send dad out. You gotta send Jim out. I I'm out here and I just looked in the trail cam and there's something walking oh around. God, it, it, it's Bigfoot, dude. It's, it's Bigfoot. And he's carrying around a dead possum. <laughs> this guy's crying. They have, to, it's fucking they, real. they have to come out and get this guy out of this tree stand. Right. So it gets even better from there. So his parent, the guy's parents, brother-in-law's parents like i said are super into bigfoot so they're like no this is it this is the cash cow they call out some somewhere this is it this is it find, online they find bigfoot investigators <laughs> and they and they call these bigfoot investigators out and that family pays 500 dollars to like get these people to come and check it out Jesus. <laughs> and unbelievable, and so unbelievable. These investigations they get the trail cam footage they go, they go out there, they start measuring trees and they're like, oh yeah, this thing's definitely eight, nine feet tall, close to 400 pounds. This thing's built. Meanwhile, Jim <laughs> is 5'10 and he's like, he's like 150 pounds. Like he's like a tiny guy. They're like, holy God. That's just in the, every description of a, of a Bigfoot hunter. Yeah. This guy's for sure eight feet tall. stacked. So the big... <laughs> so He's a unit. Yep, this is a unit. Holy fuck boys, we're dealing with the brick <laughs> shit out. The Bigfoot investigators with the parents in tow call the local news station, and it's all over the Lower Peninsula. Now this oh is gosh. this is years back, so it's 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 hard to find. And I don't remember the news station that <laughs> that covered it. 
but it was like essentially an all-out Bigfoot hunt down in this in this corner of <laughs> of, of Lower awesome. Michigan. So after all that, um, they never find the Bigfoot because it's Jim, and Jim's like just meanwhile going about his his daily life, still hasn't let the cat out of the bag, right? So the family gets like kind of freaked out. Jim's brother-in-law gets freaked out. And the biggest thing, they haven't hunted that property since in 13 years. Like to this day, it has been 13 years since he has gone out there because he's because he was so freaked crazy. out. And the, and the best part is Jim still hasn't told him. Because <laughs> Jesus. Christ. So, so my my, my girlfriend was talking to this guy at work. And he's like, you know, he's like, I have it outdoors and stuff and, and, um, whatever, somehow they got on the topic of Bigfoot and, and she's like, Oh, well, my boyfriend and his friends really, really get a kick out of the Bigfoot stuff. And he's like, let me tell you a story. <laughs> and at the end of it, still, they stop, they like stop hunting the property and they're like freaked out to go out there. <laughs> 13, can... 13 years ago. That has happened. to be like the, <laughs> oh my God. the best, the best and the worst Whoa. Because and yeah, Chris and Dylan, I just sent you the picture. No, I, I didn't. Aaron ever That's sent you the really good picture. picture, dude. It is a very good picture, and again, we'll we'll post it once because <laughs> this story is terrible and amazing at the same time. Because one, the prank was oh yeah beautifully executed. I mean, beautifully executed. But the worst part is, is that. Kind of ruined the fucking guy's life. I mean, he hasn't stepped foot in his property since, dude. Uh, Not 2013, but that's incredible. 13 years ago, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, 13 years ago. That's a long bit. So, so even longer. (laughs) 2013. That's fucking. I mean, just just incredible. Oh my gosh, incredible. I mean, he just. And now I feel like it's to the point where he can never, he can no, never tell him because it's it's been it's so long. Like, you know what like, I mean? <laughs> he might kill him. You, He's gonna kill him. You when he wasted finds out. so many years of my. Fucking that's life. what I said. You. That's what you said. <laughs> Forty acres, and I catch what's that. Fucking, fucking, what's that Toby oh McGuire movie where he came back from war? And he's like beating the shit out of his kitchen. He's like, I sacrificed. I guess. <laughs> That that has that has to be honestly the best like. I mean, it is just that has gone to that extent. Like to be able to not know, like because usually pranks also like I mean are pranks because you end up finding out, you know, that what happened. You're like, oh, it's funny, you know, hop blah blah blah. But it's been 13 years. Oh my gosh! And I mean, I mean, mean, at the same time, how bad do you feel for the guy? (laughs) You know, (laughs) I mean. And, and then, like, spending yeah. money to, for a Bigfoot investigating team to come like, out into so funny. <laughs> yeah, he's for sure eight feet tall. No. Yep. And I would want bills, to, like, no find problem. out what the actual Bigfoot investigation team that came out there, what their credentials were, and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm a, right, right. a tenured scientist in searching for Bigfoot. Oh I've God. almost <laughs> found him 12 times. <laughs> Oh my God. I, I thought and I, I found just, him. I just like cannot. Times, dude. Trust me. His his sources. His sources. <laughs> trust me. It I is, got uh, sources. You know, and I would love to play play a prank on somebody. You know, not you guys. I won't do that to you. But I, I, it just all the stars aligned for this one, and he really he 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 put in the work. 
I mean, this is months and now years that, I mean, he plot, mm-hmm. he plotted it for so long and, and took all the right opportunities to make this happen. And then, like you said, kind of ruined the guy's hunting experience, kind of ruined the property. Cause now they're just like, yes, I mean, definitely. I mean, he would, I don't think he would ever do, dare go back in a Bigfoot suit. Cause this guy's probably got landmines out there at this point. Yeah. There's, there's fucking a rotisserie chicken hanging from every tree. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> absolutely wild that's a great that's great all right well we're gonna take a uh complete 180 here um this is actually a first timer first time thing here for us is our first guest is actually on the uh, podcast brother oliver has made has made the stage as uh you're about to uh, start a journey pretty soon. So I, I'm just going to have you, I guess, tell us uh, what you're doing in like a week's time. Yeah, so tomorrow I'm actually flying out, oh. doing the Pacific Crest Trail. What's that? No, sorry. I, it's fucking tomorrow. Damn. Yeah. So oh, flying out to San Diego, the trail, if no one's heard of it, is like a long distance trail that goes from the border of Mexico um, all the way to the border of Canada. And it's 2650 about miles. 2650 miles. Something I wouldn't even dream driving. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be on your fucking, your two feet. This carpet bag in it. Yeah. So it usually takes about like five months on average to complete. And it's just hiking all day, backpacking for that long. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're obviously, um, you're experienced, you know, this is not, you're not just like an accountant and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go hike 2,700 miles. Right. <laughs> right. So you're, you can tell, uh, everyone kind of what you do and what your day to day is on a normal basis. Obviously you're not doing what you usually do right now. But you could kind of say the last couple of years has, has yeah. trained you almost to what you're about to do. Yeah, so I got into outdoorsy kind of stuff through um, the career I um, decided to pursue. And that's doing like ecological work where it's like basically like science kind of stuff where you go out and... Um, collect a bunch of data on plants and soil and stuff like that. So there are seasonal positions and basically you're just in the field all day and camping in the field eight days on at a time and then having six days off. So I really got into outdoors through that. And then because of that schedule, those days off, you can go travel wherever you want. And so that's when I started backpacking and doing stuff like that. Oh. I was, that's pretty damn cool are you going with anyone or are you going by yourself yeah i'm going with a, a friend i actually met through work and it's funny because how that started was we were on a road trip and we were talking about the pct and doing it but it wasn't like anything serious and she says to me she's like so i feel like the only thing though is that you're like pausing like your life because you know, you, you won't have a job and, you know, that will affect 
like your future and I was like no a job is um stopping your future yeah stopping you from living and then she just immediately just jaw dropped and she's like let's fucking do it (laughs) oh yeah that's (laughs) That's awesome now are you aware that only 50 percent of people make it out alive on the pct (laughs) 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 so we were thinking you know the reason why we have you on obviously this is going to be a huge thing but we were thinking uh, an idea for for the podcast is to um update have right have you on kind of before telling us what you're doing um you know what what you expect and then maybe have you on during you know you have a good uh, good couple days of service you know let us know like during you know how much miles you've done how much you have left and then of course uh the after because i assume that doing something like that i mean 2700 fucking miles on your feet that's going to change that's going to change a motherfucker, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it'd be yeah, cool to, yeah. to kind of see the process and talk to you to before, Dude, get during, some, and, get and after. Get some footage. Get some footage and attach it to the fucking pod. Yeah, for sure. Where's he at, where's, where's he at now, you know? Well, my mom is that's, just that's finding, out, finding out that you can uh, kind of get like a GPS tracker thing that uh, she'll be probably for the next five months just on her computer refreshing her browser uh, like it's a kid yeah. a kid waiting for a snow day. <laughs> Liv, isn't there a... There's the... um, the fuck is it called on the east side? It's the same shit, isn't it? It's the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah, there's the big three, like, through hikes, and they call it the Triple Crown if you do all of them, is the Appalachian Trail the Pacific Crest Trail, what I'm doing, and then the Continental Divide Trail. So those are the big... Uh, what's the Continental Divide? That one goes... Um, it goes New Mexico, and then Colorado, Idaho, Montana. Oh, and Wyoming, too. That'd, that'd probably be a rough one. All the yeah. Yeah, those, <laughs> all those fucking face eaters, dude. Yeah. There. Uh, <laughs> what about the North Country Trail, dude? Oh, yeah. That one sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, I think I, I think I Googled, like, that one, and it said only, like, a few fe- people actually, like, finished it. It's really? Like, Google, like, in the winter. Holy shit. Like, actually. The dark woods. I believe it, honestly. I see signs for it like all over the place in the east end. And, like you'll just be driving down a road and there'll be a trail marker on the side of a highway that says North Country Trail. And I'm like, what the? Yeah, it's down I, by saw me too in I saw this in fucking Munising and now I'm somewhere else and I see the same sign. Okay, so what do you do for like, like food and resupplies? Like, do you pack enough for like a certain amount of time and then set your like your spots on where you stop into towns and get food? Or is it like, how does that work? So what's really helpful is there's this app that tells you all that information, like how far a town is and like water sources and things like that. Mm. So there's a Burger King is... 87 miles to the west. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just in the middle of the woods. <laughs> KFC, 76 miles. But yeah, like the average resupply is like no more than a week so it's like five six seven days that like you'll hit a town 
in between. Now, are you are you packing like freeze dried food that you just add hot water to, or like what are you doing for that? Well, other people like do different things, but what I want to do is for the desert portion, which is seven hundred miles. There's not as much water. <laughs> Not, not nonchalantly <laughs> yeah it's like 700 miles it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> yeah but like the the water sources are more scarce in the desert obviously and so i'm not going to bring like a pot and a stove because i don't want to have to deal with trying to get more water you know mm. so what i'm doing is um once i get like once I'm out of the desert, I'm going to have a package sent with like my pot and my stove and then start doing that kind of food. But the, oh, the get, yeah, for the desert though, it's, it's not going to be any like cooking, just like blocks of cheese and shit like that. For, for dry 700 shit miles, just cheese <laughs> clotting the arteries. Shit to munch on. <laughs> just shit, shit food. Do you know, do you base your diet? Like, on like stuff that like prevents you from slowing down are you packing like tons of protein and like just keeping yourself from taking a dump for three days like (laughs) (laughs) no like um so i have a friend who's done it he's done uh the triple crown and then also the pct twice and so he was telling me he just eats like junk food and i was like really like isn't that Mm. bad for you and he's like no man just you know, eating donuts on the trail, like Snicker bot. Snicker it better bot, not be like... fucking powder donuts. We have a couple star preach. crunches in there too. <laughs> hey man, oh, like... hell yeah, dude! The best but, That's hilarious. So I hear him say that, and so I'm like, like you know, thinking it's kind of weird. And then I started getting into backpacking more, and I, I was like, oh my god, that's all you crave is shitty food. So yeah, I'm gonna bring shitty food because <laughs> it's like just like yes. calories like you just need any yeah. like high calorie food in your mm-hmm. bowl carbs dipping hot takis and peanut butter <laughs> just trying to <laughs> trying to <laughs> scratch an itch out there <laughs> sour sour patches and arizona teas <laughs> so uh what's up that's pretty so cool I think maybe Maybe we should have like a, a weekly update when we record a podcast. We'll do like a Bigfoot count, like a, a UFO sighting count. I like that. Um, stuff like that, like predator count. See what you <laughs> what you saw through there. We'll shoot you a text. Say, hey, what's the? Mm. Maybe we'll do it live. Maybe we'll do it live on the air. Who knows? But I think we need to get like a full UFO count by the end of it, as well yeah. as a Bigfoot count. I think those are the two yeah. most important. Now I know that it is like a like a pretty famous hike. And I know it's obviously 2,700 miles long. It's it's, it's very long. Mm-hmm. Do you know if, like, you will be running into other people on the trail? Is that, is that I guess I should ask, is, is that common to, like, maybe group up with another group? Or is it sort of like a, how you doing, and you just go your own way? It's definitely common. Like that's a huge thing I always hear about is like they call them trail families, and it's yeah, it's a thing. It's it's weird how it it feels like you're just like in a whole new world, like where you're everyone you see is doing the same thing, and it's actually a very like social thing on trail to meet people and 
you know, hike with people and become like friends. My next question is, do they have like, uh, like PCT orgies? Maybe every, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking scared. the same thing. <laughs> every 20 miles. It could be a thing. Yeah, I could, I could see it. Then that's, that's what I was thinking too. Like what, what's what, the what, trim looking like? <laughs> like what, like I'm excited to see if there's, if there's things that are, are supposed to be low key on this hike that oh, yeah. maybe there's a code to not like, you know, maybe it is an orgy, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's, I, I don't know. Like maybe there's something that what, what whatever you do on this trail, it's some sort it's, of ritual. Yes. Right. And you're not allowed to really tell anybody about it and you only experience it and know about it once you actually get on the trail and start yeah. hiking and then it happens. And then and... someone says, you don't say a word about what you said. You know what I mean? something like that. There's a, there's a ring of people dancing around a fire in the middle of the night, and you're like, are we still hiking? <laughs> what are we doing here? One of my big questions is, um, I guess, what's what are you are you what's your expectations going into it? Like, what are you what are you anticipating? Is there any anything you're you're freaked out about, or you're just balls to the wall gung-ho ready to go i think i'm just ready to go i've been kind of obsessing about it for the past year and mm. i mean i i i've lived in my truck for two years now and i know leaving like that lifestyle won't be much different from going on trail like yeah i'm gonna be losing some comforts like in my truck but essentially it's like similar to what i do now but mm. instead of having to have my truck and drive around, I'm just hiking around and staying in a tent rather than the back of my truck. So I think in that way, I'm just ready to enjoy the parts of it of just feeling more, even more free and like a, a new ad- adventure kind of thing, just being like mm-hmm. in the elements. So that's what I'm expecting, but I also am not trying to be naive about it and think oh it's gonna be you know rainbows and butterflies the whole way like I know it's gonna like a lot of parts are gonna suck but I don't know I like the deprivation of things so I'm excited for the suck too yeah mm-hmm. I have that's a question a good... gonna... well sorry Aaron <laughs> no I was just gonna say that's that's what changes people when they come out of that I bet it's not like the good parts it's probably the parts where you know you got to push to to get to a certain location and you know you're gonna have like that grit and that that mm. fight now after this now every time you feel like you're in a shitty spot you'll just be like well i was able to you know i was tired but i still got in that orgy and had fun <laughs> and i <laughs> you know no, you can, it, it no, costed me three so. stds but it was worth it dylan what was the question dylan oh, i appreciate it um so (laughs) so kind of like not really just talking about the the trip was it called the pct right Mm -hmm. yeah so talking about that but like what was your like reason why you just like lived out of your truck for two years like what was like like what made like it like seem like a good idea well my first like job in this field um they just provided like a shitty trailer like the forest service just gave this trailer that 
14 people had to like live in and so there's people Oof. living in their cars some like there's a there's only and there was only like seven beds right you can say it was like no there was people, two but... beds <laughs> <laughs> so, what? People, so, so people were like living in their vehicles and like you could leave like like so during work you're camping um for work but once you're off for those six days you can go wherever you want and some people would just leave in their cars and they'd live in them and just like go travel or they'd go like at their apartment with their girlfriend that you know and but some people would stay around but the day before work everyone was there the night before so everyone had to either cram into the trailer or be outside and sleep in a tent or their cars so I just saw the lifestyle through that and that made me realize like holy shit like I actually enjoyed it it was fun like the adventure of it and then I just decided to try it out myself and live in my car and in the first year that I permanently started doing that it was just like made sense like this is how I work this is how I'm happy and like saving money that's just like the bonus of it but I actually like enjoy the lifestyle too that and remind I, I you showed me uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, like your setup, mm-hmm. and it's not what you probably think. It looks like a dorm room. Yeah, like <laughs> it's legit, like a mattress, like the whole setup. You got the lights, like in the truck. I mean, it was you're living pretty comfortably. Like you said, I feel like the biggest is money. I mean, you have to pay rent, mm-hmm. and you're living like a pretty good life in that truck. I mean, you have somewhere to sleep. It's not like you're sleeping on rocks and nails and stuff in the truck. <clears throat> Yeah. So it yeah, for real. honestly is like I see people on like TikTok that I admire that just just for fun. Mm-hmm. Like they're they don't even have jobs. Like they just do that. And like some of their setups is just like that's better than my fucking bedroom. Like what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. it's pretty cool. Yeah, right. just the the schedule of like the jobs I do, it just makes sense to live in the truck and a lot of people from, you know, more who live and grow up in the East, they don't understand the West and all the public land that's out there. It's just like, you're just all this free land that you can camp wherever you want. And so it's not like what people think like, oh yeah, you're just always in Walmart, you know, parking lots. Like, no, it's like, you just get to drive up in your car, plop down in a beautiful place that's free to stay overnight. And that's, you know, how you do it. So after this, uh, the, the big trip, I know you're probably, I can imagine that you're probably going to like, you know, probably want to do more, but like, are you going to keep living in your truck or like, what are you going to, what do you think you're going to do? Yeah. I'm going to get another seasonal job in my field and um, take my truck wherever that is at and live out of it still. I don't think I'm going to stop doing that anytime soon, to be honest. What do you think is, like, the most enjoyable thing about that? Like, just doing that? Um, I don't know. I think once you get past, like, the comforts of not being in a house and you find the comforts in new things like a truck and make it, like, your home then you get to appreciate everything outside of those comforts even more. So the biggest thing is just the ability to travel and not stay in one spot. And, and yeah. Yeah. Got nothing you holding you down. Yeah. 
what's that last meal you're going to have? What's the last meal you're going to have? What's the last meal you want to have before a beef and an burger? And... <laughs> finally, before you finally take off, like the moment you take your first step on the trail, you're going to like shotgun a beer. Like you're going to, what are you going to do? Have you uh, thought about that? Throw a gummy in and just start walking. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't are you bringing a little bit of some larger smoker with you? Yeah, I'm gonna bring, yeah, weed gummies. And if not, you just stop anyone on that trail. They're gonna yeah, have something. like, you know, <laughs> he's like, I got ten pounds, man. <laughs> yeah, he's just his just backpack. He he just has weed. He just sleeps on the ground. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I have I'm... one last. Uh, Aaron, you can. I was just curious <clears throat> if you're gonna keep any sort of journal or like audio notes on your phone, or how are you gonna? Are you going to document it in any way just for yourself or it's just going to be all up, all up top of the steel trap? I'm bringing a journal for sure. You know, and I want to like, you know, video and take pictures on the way, but not be like engulfed in it where it's only for that. You know, it's just like for, for sure. Own. Right. She got like a GoPro. That'd be cool. With all that money, and then you do, save money in your truck, get a GoPro. And then, and then <laughs> you, you should do like should, a time uh, lapse video of the whole thing. <laughs> it'd be 10 hours long even in 20 million times speed what you what you really should do is take a dump in every like historic landmark that you go to <laughs> Lay a I, log have, uh, I have one last question do you know what the average like weight loss is after something like this I, is that documented anywhere? I don't know if there's an average, but like, I think everyone's. I mean, I, I like I never saw a number out there, but seeing people's like stories, like it is common to lose like a lot of weight. But I guess like guys lose weight more than the women because it's just like they store it or something. It's like the fat is store. I don't know something like that. But this on uh, this on Google. Google says, assume your goal is to lose no more than 30 pounds and that you plan to complete the entire PCT in five months. Losing 30 pounds on average works out to be a deficit of 700 calories a day. So I wouldn't say the average is 30 pounds, but that's right. Because it obviously depends on like if you're a bigger person, you're probably going to lose more weight on a trip. But I'd imagine, you know, walking 2,700 miles, you're probably going to come out of there looking like. Yeah, yeah, I'll cut that. I'll cut that. I just to say it. <laughs> well, we do appreciate you coming on, and again, we're gonna try to get updates uh, as much as we can throughout the podcast. And of course, I would like to get like a halfway point to have you on for sure, and then when you're actually done, have you on and tell us, you know, because I'm sure you're probably gonna see Bigfoot a few times. Um, <laughs> probably see couple aliens yep we'll get a ufo count and uh yeah but again thanks for coming on first guess that was a lot of fun yeah that was yeah, awesome dude. i'm sure i'll i'm sure i'll have some stories for you guys i look forward to hearing them i really do thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour i saw a dude there was a dude ripping fucking pills in the back room one time. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest.
Oh yeah, side story. Remember when we drug all the equipment out of the basketball court behind that place and blew the lid off the town? Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Penguin! It was Penguin! Nice! Another perfect round. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Distinctively remember getting thrown to the ground when that first one blew up. <laughs>